COVID. 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 That's all we have heard for the last year and a half, and it's what we continue to hear every single day. The pandemic has reshaped the world and irreversibly changed the lives of each of us. This year, classes are back in person. Things are finally transitioning back to what we used to deem as normal, or to some sort of new normal. The pandemic is not over yet, and we're all still trying to understand what this all means. However, for all that we have heard and read about these changes, we still need to rethink our narrative and reflect more deeply about our days and nights, losses and gains, tears and smiles during these times. These reflections take time and require careful sifting through our memories, thoughts, and emotions, alongside study of data and expert analysis. We think, and we hope you will too. That analyzing the stories we are telling about the pandemic is important. Understanding the ways in which different leaders and experts are trying to persuade us to think and behave differently about or because of the pandemic will help to prepare us to face the unpredictable future ahead of us. So, welcome to the Voices Through the Mask podcast, a production by students at Emory University and David Morgan's New Media Writing Class. We may need to speak through our mask to create this podcast, but we think we've got useful things to say about where we've been and where we are headed. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Cooking COVID podcast, produced by Tony Chen and Bon Yo. During the time of COVID-19, many people are trapped at home. From the data Google released in 2020, the average time people staying at home had been increased by 25%. Not to mention that some students and workers are forced to stay their home to study or to work due to government regulation. While suddenly we all have so much time to waste, we got to do something to fill our empty life, like watching television shows or playing video games. But we quickly get so bored about it, so we started to reach out something new, like cooking. We do notice one interesting pattern that in fall 2020, in freshman self introductions, cooking showed up with an extremely high frequency. In a paper published in 2020 by Graylar and Hasaki. Investigating positive psychological impacts of cooking during the COVID-19, they said the time the participants in their research spent at kitchen are on average 3.5 hours more than usual. People doing culinary activities were relieving their boredom and pleasuring themselves. Also, the sensory stimulation of eating food is also a motivation. So we'd like to discuss about what exactly COVID has done to our cooking habit. Luckily, I happen to be good friends with a girl who cooks very well, Anna. As far as I know, she started to cook during the quarantine, especially after she went to a Go Local program in China for CIE. She now has developed profound interest toward cooking. After coming to Emory, she regularly cooks in her dorm and invites her friends to share the most delicious and authentic Chinese food one can get in the U.S. Let's listen to Anna talking about her reflection of COVID's impact of her cooking.
So one interesting fact about Anna is that she actually has a twin sister. So for some people, they may just blindly think that the reason that Anna persists in cooking is because of her sister. It's because of because she wants to take the responsibility of being the elder sister, and she wants to take care of her sister's food. But Anna actually thinks differently. She said she has never been cooking for one particular person, and rather she would love to cook for the pe- for the people that she appreciates. And she also very enjoy the process of sharing her food with different people. Um, not really. So she was the initial reason for me to cook because we were in quarantine at home and we had to make food for ourselves. But then that only lasted for a couple months or so, and then we graduated from high school and started our Zoom college life when we lived in different cities. And explore different lives、um, for ourselves. So that was when my cooking was actually for other people.、Um, for a while, it was for my roommate when we lived together in Shanghai, and we had no school cafeteria or anything, and we didn't want to order food delivery every day because it it's just not tasty and healthy. So I started cooking for us,、um, and it was different because we have very different taste.、Uh, when I used to cook for my sister. We had very similar tastes, so a lot of times I just cook what I like to eat. But when I cook for my roommate, she doesn't eat spicy food, and her favorite vegetables are very different from mine. So a lot of time I'm taking into a lot of considerations for her, and that also ended up changing my taste as well. Like I never liked eating sour food, but my roommate loved vinegar. So we would always have vinegar and food, and I ended up liking sour food now as well.、Um, and then we all, when we all come to campus now, I'm cooking for bigger groups of people, like my friends here. We would meet every weekend to eat together.、Um, that's like seven to ten friends of mine. So I'm never cooking for any specific individual. I'm more like cooking for the people, the people as in people that I consider friends or family or those that I appreciate or I would get a sense of accomplishments when these people feel happy for eating my food. Anna also has her own thought about recipes. It is reported that during the pandemic. The the amount of online recipes has increased by twenty to thirty percent, which means actually a lot of toddlers are using recipes as their reference for their first step of cooking. But Anna, she trusts herself's instinct more than recipes. She doesn't think that recipes are something like the strict study guide that she has to follow, and rather she would like to cook in her own style. With a little bit of her creativity. Um. So one thing about recipes that really changed during COVID is that more, so much more recipes were made available because a lot more people started cooking at home. They were forced to cook at home, so people started posting recipes online more often, sharing their cooking experiences. But recipe to me in general isn't much of a guide or anything because I like to cook. By instinct or like with my own thoughts, so 
the recipe is more like an inspiration instead of a step-by-step -step guide. I would definitely look at recipes, I would look at people's postings to see what dish I can cook, what sort of combinations can ingredients make. But in terms of actually executing it, the amount of water, um, spice, salt, and all those, and the order of putting them in, I would follow the way I like to do it. I know people who cook, who cook that would, you know, estimate their water to the exact um, milliliter or something. I'm not that type of person. I just like estimate with my eyes and do what I want and adjust. So it is often complained that the worst part about cooking is not cooking. Like cooking itself is fun and interesting for most of people. Like who can resist to put something into the pot and get some delicious food? But the worst part is about the preparation and the cleanup process afterwards. Anna is no exception but she has her own way to make peace with the tedious process. Yeah, so that's probably actually the reason why I didn't cook before COVID, because um, I hate cleaning up. I don't even like preparing ingredients that much either. I just like having everything into the fire and having different chemical reactions and come out very delicious. I like that process the most. But, you know, when you start the COVID is the turning point when I also become independent and live by myself with my friends. So nobody's gonna clean up after me and I live in the mess that I create, so I have to clean it up. So the thing I had to deal with my roommate was that I would cook and she would clean up. So that worked at first. And now that I'm hosting a lot of friends, sometimes it's hard to ask my friends to because when I'm hosting they're kind of expecting me to do everything although that's a little bit mean if I say it now but you know people tend to assume that as hostesses as hostess you have responsibility to everything so my coping mechanism is to um, incorporate that into my concept of relation build relationship building and meeting people so I wouldn't clean the dishes by myself. I will also have my friends around when we're still talking, hanging out, building relationships, if that makes sense. So cleaning dishes is more than cleaning dishes and that is acceptable for me. Finally, after a great deal of work, Master Anna can eventually share her food with her friends. But during the time of COVID, her choices were actually limited. So three options. One, would she take a picture and post it online? Or would she send some personal messages to her close friends to share the joy? Or third, would she invite her friends to her house to join her for dinner? Let's check out which Anna chooses. So, so I actually do a mixture of all three, so every time I cook, um, I would take pictures to post on public social media. I also send them to really close friends that can't make it as like a show off. I would also invite my really close friends personally before I cook so that they're, they know I'm cooking and they can order 
whatever if they have a very special request for me. But in general, I prefer just posting it、um, in public because I would take it as an invitation to everyone because my cooking is never for any specific people or occasion. It is a gesture of me to hold people together, to talk, have conversations, meet each other, and become friends with each other. So the purpose of cooking is for people to reach out. So cooking for me is a way of connecting people. Therefore, posting it is me making my side of the connection while I'm waiting for other people to make their side of connection back to me, so that we build a connection mutually. Yes, we also found that the majority of those people who started to cook during the pandemic quitted ultimately. Though it's kind of shameful to say both of us are typical examples, we also invite Zoe, who also cooks but has a different reason and different opinion, to join our discussion. Hi, Zoe. Welcome to our podcast. So, do you try to cook anything during COVID time? Yes, I have. So, why do you begin cooking? Do you have any purpose? Honestly, I was just feeling bored.、Um, I cooked when it was like quarantine time, so everyone cannot get out the house. So I feel like kind of stuck. So I just trying to do something fun. I see. So, did you share any of the food you made with anyone? Yes, I have take pictures of my food to share it with my friend on the social social media, and also my parents had the food I cooked. Wow, that's really cool. So, what did you cook? How did you feel after it? So, I have cooked like two times. For the first time, I had a chicken soup, and for the second time, I did a、um, fried egg with tomato. Um, it feels pretty good after I cooked because、um, my parents are really supportive. They kind of like ate all the thing on the plate, which makes me feel like I had done a good job. And my friends saw the、um, post I made, and they are like, "Wow, you're a really good cook!" So it's like happy memory for me. Oh yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so do you cook now? No, not really. <laughs> oh okay. So why did you stop cooking? Um, honestly, I just don't see the purpose of it. Like my usually at my home, my mom's cooks, and um, she's a really good cook. So I don't feel the need to make food myself. And the other thing is that like cooking is not my thing. Like I have tried it two times, and I don't feel any passion about it. So I just move on. Okay. So what did you think of cooking now? Does your attitude toward cooking change? Like you like it more or you like it less? Um, honestly, it didn't change much. I don't have any like particular feeling for cooking in the beginning. I just tried cooking because I think it's a thing that I have never done, so I want to give it a shot. And after I have tried like for a few times, I found like it's not the thing I'm interested in. So there's no changing attitude. After all, we realize that the answer to COVID's impact on cooking is not simply a true or false question. It's much more complicated. Just as what Anna has said, 
Cooking is the way to know others and socialize with others for her. During the process, the satisfaction, inner fulfillment, and sense of achievement really help her to love cooking. Even for Zoe, who quit cooking, cooking some food and share it with others is also a valuable memory for her. With the free time brought by COVID, we got to discover all those fields we would never try to do otherwise. However, after COVID, there are still some people going back to their normal lifestyle as Zoe did. COVID is not a life changer for everyone. Someone might find this experience really opens a new life for them, but it is not always the case. What COVID time really gives us is a chance for us to really have time to get to know ourselves, knowing where our actual interests lie. In the end, thanks for Zoe and Anna for accepting our interview and thank you for listening.